everyone. Welcome to another SU Oddities. Um, on this one, this is, uh, I don't know, probably clocking around eight or ten minutes. Um, it was very interesting. Actually, this is about one individual. Uh, that <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of strange stuff in here. Um, Carol Ann Smith is her name, and she was known as the She's Bengali of Tulsa's Hex House. Um, if that doesn't uh, titillate your interest, I don't know what would. Um, but let's get into it. Here we go. One rarely thinks of Tornado Alley when considering haunted houses, but one of the most creepy places in Tulsa, Oklahoma, played host to a series of bizarre happenings in the early 20th century. At Carolyn Smith's Hex House in the midst of World War II, stories emerge of women kept as slaves, multiple suicides, and magic spells. Carol Ann Smith herself emerges as a puzzling figure in American history, though little is known about her or what happened after her exposure. The crimes she committed in the 1940s were strange enough to warrant her addition to the annals of history. Guilty of numerous crimes, Smith's most heinous acts involved keeping human captives in her basement as slaves, similar to how Madame LaLaurie kept her own slaves in her attic. Smith's captives, both women in their 30s, maintained that she controlled them via magic spells for seven years. When authorities finally searched Smith's house, uh, Smith's home, while investigating one of her crimes, they uncovered the rest of her transgressions and, uh, and let's say, unsettling habits. And, uh, wow, there was a lot. So she was actually known as a Hex House mistress. Uh, by all accounts, Carol Ann Smith practiced certain forms of witchcraft, and that was... I guess true, according to a lot of accounts. Whether or not she rode broomsticks or danced around, da da da, that's a little bullshit. But she believed in a person's ability to control the world around them through spells and incantations. Uh, Smith owned a home at 10 East 21st Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where she kept two women imprisoned in her basement while she lived off money made from an alleged series of heinous crimes and vicious schemes. After her crimes came to light, the Tulsa Tribune dubbed Smith. The She Zvangali, uh, forever marking her as a supernatural blight on the face of Tulsa and condemning her home as a hex house. Oh, come on. That's not fair. I'm sure there's more blight on the face of Tulsa. Just saying. The most stunning bit of savagery committed by Smith was her imprisonment of two women in her basement for alleged seven years. The women, Virginia Evans, 31, and Willita Horner, 30, claimed Smith quote, hexed them into turning all their money over to her. Smith forced them to sleep on cots in the basement, keeping them locked below. While Evans said Smith hypnotized and mesmerized her, Horner stated she and Smith had a mother-daughter relationship with... I don't fucking get that. Despite claiming to be trapped under Smith's spells, uh, the two women freely left the house for work, only to inexplicably return home and give earnings to Smith, who in turn would dress them in rags and deny them any trappings of modernity. After the rescue, the women recalled being subject to a purification ritual with the promise of reward at the end. Neither ever elaborated on what said uh, award there actually was. Uh, Smith's home contained a $250 silverware set, a Packard car, 46 pairs of shoes, 18 pairs of gloves, 26 hats, and makeup galore. But how could she afford all this on a stipend made of what Evans and Horner turned over to her? Reports indicate Smith took out life insurance policies on multiple family members and even her maid just before they died from mysterious circumstances. Uh, Also strangely, Smith's husband committed suicide using a gun to the head, providing her with the largest insurance policy while her maid wandered into traffic. Were Smith's husband and maid both deeply depressed or did Smith's witchcraft have anything to it? Come on, I think we answered that question. 
Aside from living off insurance money and the cash brought in by her living slaves, Smith also maintained a long-distance scheme that ended up putting her into some hot water. According to sources, the father of at least one of the women in the basement knew where his daughter resided. Virginia Evans' father kept a correspondence with Smith, through which she managed to pry $17,000 out of him to pay for a nurse who definitely didn't even exist. This bit of mail fraud, along with some other delightful federal crimes, would uh, eventually be Smith's undoing. A unresolved portions of Smith's story remain unsolved to this day, including her propensity for midnight burials. Uh, Jesus Christ. Before police ever entered the Hex House, Smith's neighbors reported seeing strange burials performed late at night. When police finally checked out her yard, they found multiple coffins containing the bodies of dogs. One coffin was made of cardboard and the other was buried five feet in the ground and it contained the remains of her beloved Bonbon. Assuming that's a dog? Nah, not sure. No one knows exactly why Smith buried the dogs there, nor what killed them in the first place. Um... I don't know. Dogs are part of witchcraft, I think, in some in some respects. But neither the midnight barrels, the two women in her basement, nor her lavish lifestyle brought the fuzz's attention onto Smith. It was her ration books. During World War II, each family received a ration book, which allowed you to purchase sugar, meat, cooking oil, and canned goods. When you bought an item being rationed, you turned in a stamp. Once you ran out of stamps, you needed to wait until the next month for more. So the government determined the number of stamps you received based on your household size, and Smith played her own rules and ordered eight ration books for herself. So Lee Elementary School distributed the books. When asked about who lived in Smith's house, local children allegedly spilled the beans on the she Zvengali. Apparently, Smith used every name at her disposal to order a book, including her beloved Bon Bon, whom she referred to as Bonnie. Unfortunately, this very federal crime came to the attention of the authorities who raided Smith's home, and everything else fell apart from there. When Tulsa police searched Smith's home, they discovered an extensive cache of beauty items, the dog carcasses in the backyard, and the women in the basement. As if this scene needed any more outrageous bullshit to happen, authorities also found a treasure trove of books on witchcraft and ritual magic. On top of these books, the police found handwritten journal entries about Smith's belief in controlling the human mind through witchcraft. These belongings and Evans' claim of being hypnotized by Smith gave way to the idea of the she Zvengali. One of the most curious parts of every report about Smith surrounds a detail of a shocking discovery made at the Hex House. The Tulsa World report of the discovery tends to bear out the sex angle, but never quite alludes what that might mean. Perhaps the police found a primitive sex toy among Smith's personal items. No one knows. Maybe in addition to physically and allegedly supernaturally controlling these women, allegedly, (laughs) Smith also used some form of sexual abuse or intimidation. Unfortunately, it will likely remain unclear what the shocking discovery actually was. So after raiding her home, Tulsa police charged Smith with a number of illicit actions. Uh, One of the women, Horner, claimed to be under the impression Smith had adopted her. Remember, uh, Willita Horner was 30 when she she was found in Smith's basement. By that point in her life, it shouldn't have mattered if Smith adopted her or not. The courts found Smith guilty of making Evans and Horner a perjurer themselves in a previous case where Horner claimed to be assaulted by a neighbor. Smith received a year in prison for telling the women what to say at trial for defrauding Evans' father across state lines and making false claims to obtain ration books. Smith only received a year's worth of prison time, uh, prison time and upon her release was lost to history. So, we ask what happened to the house, right? 
Right, here we go. After Smith's case came to an end, the Hex House became the place kids in Tulsa went to get creeped out until it was torn down in 1975. Where the house once stood was turned into a parking lot, and now apartments stand where the house was uh, once presided. Uh, those apartments are definitely haunted. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, in the spirit of Smith, a new Hex House sprung up in Tulsa, directly inspired by Smith's nefarious story, although the new version of Hex House is a little more reliant on ghouls and goblins than the original, which means... It's a haunted house um, that people can tour, you know, during Halloween. So, um, you know, interesting. It's amazing these stories that you just get lost. And uh, man, the way people control other people, uh, it is something else. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Close the gates.